What's up, y'all? What is going on? It's your guy, Gary Gerard here, hair and business influencer. We are live right now, and I want to invite you all right now to the I Am Hair and Business Summit. I'm excited because I have some special guests that are with me on today, this afternoon. And guess what? It's your boy birthday. We'll sing happy birthday later. He turning 37. He getting old, but he looking like he 19, though. So don't worry about it. He just turned 37, uh, but all is well. Listen, we had an amazing time last Saturday. We had an amazing time last Saturday with Dr. April Webster. And some things have really have transpired. And she's been getting phone calls. And people have really just been reaching out. Uh, but I'm excited about what we are doing and where we are right now. Uh, we are, a, are, are experiencing some technical difficulties. Uh, so I don't know how, like, I just know this supposed to be, and with some of us, like, I, I can produce and stuff, I'm messing up. I had a hard time getting in, so we're going to be really trying to make this thing work, uh, but I want you all to bear with us on this afternoon. I want you to go ahead and share another entrepreneur, um, and we're going to tag some people, tag some entrepreneurs, and let them know that I am just started. So a big shout out to all of our Thrivers. Um, that are on here right now. So big shout out to Thrive Beauty Institute. My students, I see y'all. Uh, I see some different ones here. Share, 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 share. Comment, comment, comment. Let's see. Y'all give me a minute. Let's see. Share this video. Uh, We're going to make this happen, y'all. We're going to make this happen, y'all. We're going to make this happen, y'all. Let's see. I'm sharing too. Like we say at church, everybody's getting ready to be a digital evangelist. So if you ain't sharing, you ain't evangelizing. <laughs> okay. So we are here and guess what? We consider this to be the year of identification and the year of identification means um, this is the year that God spoke to me and said that I am going to be the I am. And I know we hear that a lot, uh, but for every entrepreneur, every entrepreneur that is moving, like shaking, even those of you that have gotten afraid, even those of you who have moved out and still didn't see the certain results that you wanted to, um, I want you to know that was a promise he gave, he gave and he's going to be I am in the marketplace. He's going to be the provider. He's going to be the one that, that creates, that give you the ideas to create platforms. And so many people are upset because you still ain't received an invitation from certain people, or you ain't got invited to certain tables, or, you know, somebody didn't drop your name yet. Who cares? If we're at this point that I am is backing you up. And on the flip side, you need to know who you are. And as you know who you are and who you are, you're going to see the hand of God on your business, um, on your ministry, just wherever you are in the marketplace. So listen, I want you all to just tag somebody, tag a hairstylist, tag somebody who sell bean pies, socks, eyelashes, lipstick, clothes, uh, babysit dog, dog walkers, uh, babysitters, it don't matter. Whatever they do, tag them right now. But listen, it's going to be really, really good today. Um, I have a special guest. I want to do all this talking, um, but I want to try to bring up um, someone that I have been watching from afar. Um, and she is from Maryland, and she is definitely an entrepreneur to heart, okay? Um, and she has an amazing testimony just about how God has done some great things for her and even So this is for all of y'all. Uh, let me say this. I don't care 
who I bring on today, pull those wisdom and nuggets from each person. Um, you may not do per se what they're doing currently, but there is a vision in you. You're, you. You have a spirit of an entrepreneur. Um, so I want you to try to just pull and do whatever you can do, okay, um, to make this personal for you, make this personal for you. So what we're going to do right now, let's see. Um, we have a lady by the name of Miss Brittany Edie, Miss Brittany, Brittany Edie, uh, and she is a motivational speaker. She is an author of It's Not About You and Easily Broken. She is the CEO of Car Courage and Courageous Collection. Listen, after this live, I need y'all to go and hit, click that link and purchase some, purchase some products, okay? Purchase some products and click the link and let us know, hey, I purchased some product from her today. She really encouraged me. It's going to be amazing. But I'm going to let her tell the story and let her move and do whatever she needs to do, how she want to say it. Uh, so let, we're going to bring her up. Hold on. All righty. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi Brittany. How are you doing? I am good. How are you? Thank you. Doing well. You're welcome. You're welcome. Listen, we finally got a chance to sit and chill. This We, we sit and chilling virtually, but hey, it just is what it is. We're here for the assignment, so it's going to be good. <laughs> I'm excited. Yes, yes. So um, again, I wanted to apologize. We're having a little um technical difficulties. Look, everybody's saying, hello, Brittany. Hello, Brittany. Um, we're going to definitely try to make it happen, you all. Um, so this is what we got. Um, Brittany, tell us, those that are watching right now, and let us know where you're from, which I already said, and what you currently do right now. Okay, to be clear, guys, I'm actually originally from Orlando, Florida, 407, stand up. What? But I moved to Maryland. <laughs> I moved to Maryland in 2012, so I've been here for 10 years um, as of December 5th of uh, last year. And currently, I work at a pharmacy full-time, but I still have my business, which is the Courageous Collection, where uh -huh. I sell merchandise um, that stands for courage. Okay, cool, cool. So how long how long um, were you into your other job before you stepped into entrepreneurship? So um, I've been in pharmacy. That was my first job. Like, that was my first okay. real job. I, I used to be my pastor's assistant um, starting out. But okay, PA. I got into pharmacy. <laughs> that was my first real job. I didn't really start entrepreneurship until 2019. And I'm not full-time entrepreneurship, but I feel like, you know, when you have your full-time job and you've been an entrepreneur, it's like right. you have two full-time jobs because you, you know, you everywhere, you've been pulled in every direction. So I've been in entrepreneurship since 2019. Okay. Okay, cool. That's that's really good. So let us know about all about how your journey of you stepping into those of you who don't know, don't know. Can you go ahead right now and give them your social media handle so they can go ahead and just follow you? And so they can my see social media about. handle is literally my name, Brittany Edie, um, on Instagram. I'm Brittany Edie on Facebook. On Twitter is Brittany underscore Edie. So okay. Those are my social media handles. My website is BrittanyEdie.com. Literally, just how you see it spelled is that's that's it. Perfect. Perfect. So let's deal with and dive into you feeling. Let's go all the way back, Brittany, to the very first time you said, you know what? I'm going to jump into something else. I've been doing this job maybe too long or maybe not just too long, but I feel like I need to do something else fresh. 
what what was the feeling that you had? Were you did you get a word? Did you dream about it? Did you feel it? How did you jump into that avenue? So so back in 2012, I left my comfortable place, which was Orlando, Florida, moved to miles away to Maryland, whole different um climate, the weather change, like just a different environment. I didn't know anybody. I knew a family. Um, I had met her at a church conference that we had attended together. We stayed in a room together. We got real cool. She invited me to her house one year for Thanksgiving. And after that, when I came to visit, I was like, I like Maryland. You know, I might come back. And, you know, I said it out of my mouth, but I didn't know that God was going to orchestrate it. Like literally two weeks later, which was, you know, Thanksgiving <laughs> is at the end of November. Yeah. I was back to Maryland in, on December 5th for good. Like I said, um, God just told me, you know, my time was up in Orlando and I didn't know what that was going to look like. Yeah. I just, I just went ahead and went with it and you know, it, it worked out. Like I did try to go home, um, in 2016, it it wasn't the same. I was just like, you know what? Nah, this not, this not it. So you tried to go back. And so you said something, let's put a pin right there. When you said the Lord spoke to you and said, you know, basically time is up. How many of us have been really trying to pursue in areas and places that time has been expired? Mm-hmm. And we we we're, we already got in our mind, no, this is going to work, this is going to work, this is going to work, because this is where you're familiar with. But some of y'all need to snatch that, that some of y'all time may be just up in certain places. So that's the first thing to jump into something else, something new. The old season needs to be done with, right? Yeah. And and one of the things that God shared with me, and we hear this a lot in church, is you can't pour new wine in old wineskins. So God had to like literally have me go back. And it was a lot of, I don't want to say shame, but I was just like, you know, I don't, these people done gave me money to move. You know, they they know I was going back to Orlando to start a summer. Like that was the story. (laughs) Whole time, you know, (laughs) and deep down inside, I just knew, you know, I wasn't going to be here long. So it took a lot of, he was even courage back then. Like, I didn't know it was courage back then, but it was courage yeah. back then to even say, you yeah. know what, I made the wrong decision. Let me okay. go ahead and I miss God on this. Let me go ahead and, and rewind and go back to yeah. where God had sent me. Yeah. And so that, I didn't, I didn't even stay in Orlando. It wasn't even three months. I had yeah. already moved back to Maryland and okay. God just literally paid away for me. My, um, okay. the lady who I work for now in the pharmacy she ended up opening her own pharmacy and you wow. know it pays to you know do right when you own your yeah. real job that way yeah. you know when you do move into entrepreneurship you can you know you know the ins and outs and so yeah you know the ins and outs like hey you know i'm opening a pharmacy now because i used to work for her at walgreens so she said i'm opening a pharmacy now and i want you to come yeah. back and work for me so <laughs> how much do i need to pay you to come back here and work for me. So that's how I moved, you know, maneuvered back here to Maryland. And after that, you know, I hit the ground running. I think that was what, um, 2016. Yeah. That was 2016. So I, I was, I was kind of in a whirlwind for a few years, you know, trying to figure it out. You know, there was a time when I was sleeping in my car, you know, staying with friends and it was just a lot. And I just was like, you know what, God, this is this. I I, I need you to really like settle me. And, you know, <laughs> that part. And, you know, I just the Bible talks about being planted 
you know, by the rivers of water, like, and you know, all of this stuff may be going on, but you're not, you're not being moved by it. And that's how yeah. I felt like, that's what I felt like I was doing, you know, yeah. in that moment. And so, um, that was that. And so I moved back here 2016, 2018 is kind of where, you know, the whole heartbreak happened. You know, I was supposed to get married and this is how I started my brand. I was supposed to get married. Um, I, Don't get me started. He proposed, <laughs> he proposed in February, right? And yes. I ended up going back, reneging on that Woo. in April. <laughs> Because God had was showing me so much stuff, and it was just yeah. like it don't take it 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 really don't take a lot for God to really. And I wasn't really seeing it, and now I when I think about it, I'm just like the song that I used to sing all the time. You know, was there's no there's no lie you won't tear down. Yes, you won't. You know, running after me, and I I just feel like that's what God was doing in that season. No yes. matter what, I yes. was still running. You know, trying yeah. to get married before thirty and have kids before thirty. You yeah. know, trying to do all this, and God is just like, nah, this not this is not what I have for you. Yeah. And so, um, I ended up canceling the wedding. We were supposed to get wow. married in August of 2018. Canceled the wedding, and I remember talking to one of my mentors, Unika, Unika J, and she says, you know, when I told her what I, you know, planned on doing, she was like, you know, you do not need to allow shame to attach itself to your name. There's nothing shameful about making the right decision. Yeah, and so that was all I needed to hear. Like, and yeah. you know, I remember reading a book. This lady, you know, she canceled her wedding six days before the wedding. So, and she had money. So, I mean, like, she spent thousands and thousands of dollars on just flowers alone. So, I'm just like, God, if she can do that, I could take this little dress back, and I'm we gonna be all right. You know, we gonna be all right. So, we gonna be all right. So that's what I did. And God gave me the word courage because it took a lot. You know, okay. we, our, our relationship was public. We had, I done posted engagement photos. Like yeah. I, we did all of that. And so yeah. from then God gave me the word courage because, you know, I was scared. I was scared in that moment. Yeah. But I, the only thing that I could pull on in that moment was the strength of God. Was the strength of God. And I a lot of it. times we stay in situations because we're scared. We stay in situations way longer than what we should have, even though God is trying to teach us, teach us a lesson in that moment, yeah. we stay because it's just like, okay, well, I don't know what else I'm going to do. I have yeah. to stay here. And it's just like, no, like put on the strength of God because he already created a way of escape for you. Already. So, that's literally how I started my brand. Um, and from then on, it's just been courage. Philippians 4.13, you know, I can do all things. Yeah. And it's just not some things. God said all things all through things. Christ that gives me strength. Yeah. And so that's that's what it is. I love it, y'all. Listen, I hope you all enjoying this. And I want you all to share this. And thank you all for the comments. I see y'all out in the audience. Uh, and I really appreciate that. Brittany, that is really good. Because a lot of us is this, especially with um, call to entrepreneurship, we need some courage. And sometimes we just sit back waiting on confirmation after confirmation after confirmation after confirmation. Then six years have passed by and we still saying, God, if this is you, send me a sign. And I think God is just sitting there like, if you can just get some courage and just do it the first time, <laughs> you won't need all these confirmations. Um, and I just, yeah, I mean, I think as, we, as we're going into the new year and we, we're really already in new year, we're in February, um, as entrepreneurs, we need new fuel to keep pressing throughout the year because some people are disappointed from last year, from their entrepreneurship visions. 
uh, business ministries, and they need to hear raw testimonies like you just gave about it just is what it is. We need courage. And it's okay to say, I don't have it. I need it. I need to get around some people. What do you say about what do you do as an entrepreneur, Brittany, about, and then we'll jump. I'm going to bring um, Anita, Anita up after this question. Uh, but I want you to answer this. What do you say about, uh, what do you do personally um, when you feel like you got an idea that's bigger than where you are right now, or you got an idea that's bigger than your finances? How do you handle that? Well, for me, and I, I do want to talk about disappointment too um, when we get a moment, because you said okay. that word. But for me, um, when I, Every time that I that God told me something that was to do that was bigger than me, I started doing it. Wow. And he gave he sent me the resources because I don't all my bank account don't don't look like I made 20k last year. You started but doing you dang that's it. I he started doing it and God still, literally sent yeah. me the resources. A lot of times we don't move because we're thinking, you know, I gotta God told me to do this, but I need to do this first. I gotta do this first. And it's just like, no, like God is saying go ahead and do it like i'm gonna give you the resources and mm. literally that's what like i have friends that literally invested hundreds and thousands of dollars into my business and and don't look for it back because yeah. i started i, I didn't start i want to start a i want to start a um shirt business or i want to do this i want to start a podcast no like i started doing it and god gave me the resources and it's literally easy it's easy as that it's easy as one two three if you a tither you 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 following all the rules when it comes to you know money and you good steward of your money like he'll give you the resources and yeah. i don't always literally have everything in the bank at that time yeah but when it's time to pay that invoice them funds be there <laughs> listen we just yeah. need to move we just need to start yeah, can we just start and be done just start yeah. what he gave you Worry about the rest later. Listen, and he's going to send the resources. Brittany is a, definitely an example of that. Real quick, we're going to bring up Miss Anita Parker. Miss Anita Parker, we're going to bring her up. Miss um, Anita Parker, she is a pastor. She is an author. She is a life coach. She's a preacher. She is a worship leader, entrepreneur, wife, mom. Listen, the list goes on and on and on. She's a graphic a designer module, okay? She's a guru. Listen, I'm getting ready to bring her up, and I'm excited to have her, and I'm going to let her join me and Brittany, and then we're going to show out on here. We're going to go a little bit further. Let's see. Let's add Miss Parker to the... Woo -woo. Hey, hey, everybody. How are y'all doing? Good. You made it. I made it. The internet can't hold me. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Anita, for being a part today. Um, Brittany just got through sharing. Uh, this is y'all first time. Brittany, this is Anita. Anita, that's Brittany. So what we're doing, Brittany just got through talking about courage and um, how she kind of started her her um, her uh, line and her brand. And so uh, can you just let everybody know, Anita, who you are and what you currently do right now? I am Anita Parker. As he said just a minute ago, I wear about 17 hats. <laughs> I am a graphic designer, uh, help with marketing. I edit books. I am an administrator by trade. I'm the administrator for a Destiny Church. Shout out Destiny Church whoop, whoop, whoop. and First Step Fitness. Yeah, yep. with the first step that is my husband's personal training business. Yes, he is a client. 
And like I said, I do a myriad of things. Uh, currently, mostly what I'm doing is administrative things, graphics, and book editing. Okay. Uh, we love it. A woman of many hats. I think I think even when you have an entrepreneurial spirit, we just can't help it. I think one hat just don't fit. You really can't. And then even <laughs> if you try to run from it, it's like something draws you in or somebody will come and say, well, can you just do this one thing for me? Right. And it just turns into a job. So yes. That's what happens. <laughs> yes. So Anita, tell us, tell us, how did you jump into, because all of us started with a nine to five, nothing wrong with nine to five, y'all. Y'all that are watching, don't think we picking on y'all. We ain't picking on y'all. Listen, you need your nine to five, okay? <laughs> but how did you jump into your entrepreneurship? What what kind of, was you forced into it? Or was it something you was always had? Uh, how did you move into it? I was not forced into it. What I ran into was on my nine to five jobs, I am a quick worker. Mm -hmm. Anybody that knows me knows I work very, very fast. Yeah. So what is a lot of work to some? I can get done in two or three hours. It doesn't take me eight hours a day. Yeah. So I found myself kind of getting in trouble because they were like, <laughs> why do you have all this free time? And I'm like, okay, but I'm done. Yeah. I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> so I had this one supervisor who just kept trying to find stuff to stump me. Yeah. It, it's almost like it bothered him that I got done early and I, you know, and it was right. There was nothing yeah. wrong with it. Everything was good. And I mean, he made it his daily task to try to stump me on something because it was almost like, surely she's not this good. Yeah. <laughs> and after that, I really, really made up my mind. Okay. Dang. This is not going to work out for me. <laughs> I need to do something else. You got to do I'm something else. Just, yeah. I'm not just your average nine to five. I can get done and move on to something else. I'm a great multitasker. <laughs> so it doesn't take me all day. But yes. I got punished for it not taking me all day. So here wow. I am. Wow. So let's talk about let's talk a little bit about vision. So somebody may ask a question. Well, how do I know? Uh, and both both of you all can answer Brittany or Anita. How do I know that I'm called to entrepreneurship? It sounds good. But is this really for me? Like and how do I know this is for me? I think there are I think there are a lot of people who can be entrepreneurs. I think what you have to recognize in yourself is, do you have the drive to do it? Yes. Can you be disciplined enough to do it? Have you learned everything that you need to learn to do it? You know, for yes. whatever your craft is. I think we all have a measure of, you know, we can be an entrepreneur. Yeah. But the thing is, do you have what you need to sustain that entrepreneurship? Yeah. Yes. Because if you can't sustain it, you're going to waste your time. Wow. And nine to five is probably going to be the best thing for you. And like you said a minute ago, there's not one thing wrong with a nine to five. Mm -mm. If entrepreneurship is not your lane, it's just not your lane. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. Make your money however you make your money. Take care yes. of your family however you can. Yes. But I think we all can do it to a degree. But if if you cannot do certain parts of it, that's what a team is for. That's what a team is for. I love Find somebody it. that can do the things that you can't do and y'all work together and make it happen. Drop the mic. She just said it. Somebody needs to make a phone call right now. Start calling All your people <laughs> in this area. I need you to do this. There is a rapper, Ace Boogie with the hoodie. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but I watched his documentary. He had five friends. Wow. Everybody had a specialty. What he couldn't do or what one of the others couldn't do, he had somebody else in that spot that could do it. Wow. He blew up with five friends yeah. and every person had a job. And they were good. All five. With five high school <laughs> I love it. That's I love good. it. You want to jump in, Brittany? 
Yeah, I was listening to, I always listen to Ronnie Brown and, you know, one of, somebody asked her, you know, why, you know, how she's so successful, what makes her so successful. And she said, I have a friend for everything that I can't do, they're expert in. And I was like, that is so amazing because like a lot of times first starting out as entrepreneurs, you know, we come into it like, you know, it's just me, you know, I, I got it out the mud i started from the bottom you know it's just like no you don't have to start from the bottom because it's people that you know that can probably do what you can't do but it's like we live in a you know like a secret society like nobody can know what we're doing and it's just like no if you have (laughs) friends that you trust yes and you know they can do it like let them help you and that way we all can go to the top together because yeah. the Bible says, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health. So there's something that God has given on everybody, not entrepreneurs. There's something that God has given you on the inside of you that will make you prosper yeah. beyond your nine to five. Yeah. Well, that's so, so true. Y'all give some great answers. I, I feel like this, this may need, I need to turn I am into a book or something. <laughs> hey, let's do it. We need to do a book. A tag team I am. I am digital product or something. Yes. Yeah. That is amazing. You know what? And I just kind of was thinking about, I was saying earlier that um, that this, I believe that this is the year of identification that I feel like the, every entrepreneur um, should know what they're called to do and where they are called to be placed. Um, and, and that leads to my next question, which goes to Anita. Let's talk about graphics. How important are these graphics? Because we see in graphics, there's looking like funerals. They're looking like person, people that have died. I mean, they just toe up. And I understand everybody ain't got the money, but my God, work Canva out or something. Do something. Listen, it is so important. What you put out there is what brings your clientele in. Yeah. If you want low-end clientele, put out low-end graphics. Well. But if you want to attract everybody, if you want to attract the people who will buy into your brand, they judge you based on what you put out. Yeah. And if you put out something that looks subpar, they're going to equate that to you being subpar. And that could be totally wrong. You could be the best at it. Yeah. But it's because of what you put out in the forefront for the public to see. Yeah. And they're going, no, I don't think I want to be a part of that because that, I mean, I've seen flyers and I am not talking about anybody. Please take these watermarks off. (laughs) Please. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm not even talking about you, but let me tell you why. Because they say, to them, it's saying they don't believe in themselves enough to buy into their own business to take this five dollar watermark off this graphic. Well, and if you don't, if you don't want to buy into it, they don't want to buy into it. Yep, that's so true. It's, it's giving off that you know you, you don't really care about what you're doing. You don't care enough to invest five dollars to take this watermark off. See that that says a whole lot, Brittany. How much should you care? That was good, Anita, Brittany. What do you have to say to the person who says, I want to sell clothes, I'm going to get into fashion, I'm going to do this and that, but they scared They scared to release their money, though, to purchase good quality products. Because Britney stuff is good quality. If you don't want to invest in yourself, you can't expect other people to invest in you. Like, if, you, if you're going to take upload pictures on your website that you took outside, like, no, like, you have to invest and good quality products, quality pictures, you know, hire you a videographer. Yeah. Like, every, it's, you know, it's good. You know, I know people preach, you know, what do use what you have. But at some point, instead of getting your nails done and your hair done, invest in some quality photos that you can put on your website. 
because yeah. people want to see what they're buying, what it looks like. Like yeah. when I first started out, I, I had a lot of mock-ups. Like I didn't take no pictures of the hoodies laying on the floor. I do <laughs> the mock-ups first. And then I got, you know, an actual photo shoot. I see people do it all the time. I just be like, uh-uh. I ain't mind that. Because that might be my hoodie you got to land on the floor. So I don't yeah. want people to think that. Like, I just, yeah. you know, I really, it's, it's good to invest. If you don't have it right now, you know, yeah. Use use what's in your hand. I was listening to yeah. um, a conference this week, and she was like, you know, somebody who make money, like who who has a real job, you know, paying good money. She said she went and did Uber so she can pay for something else that she wanted to pay for. You know that yeah. her job couldn't, you know, pay for. And I was like, yeah. that's good. I I, yeah. I don't. You know, I do hair. Like that's my side hustle. You know, when I you know I do hair, so and that I do, I can't drive around. I don't like to drive for my. I don't like to go get my own groceries. So I, <laughs> I can't. You got to do what's best for you. You got to do what's and best so, for you. you know, it's, it's all God is always literally giving us giving us ways to, to make money. And it's just like, yeah. you know, we got to actually do it. Because saying yeah. you want to be a millionaire and actually working toward being a millionaire is two different things. Yeah, that's so true. Can you say that again, Brittany? Saying you want to be a millionaire and working towards being a millionaire <laughs> is two different things. That's it. That's it. Because we'll name the claiming in a minute. won't do no work. Yeah. You got to name, claim, and do. <laughs> name, claim, and execute. Name, name claim, and execute. Correct, correct. Yeah. Can y'all just kind of give us in a little bit of what your process looked like before you jumped into, um, you know, creating, you know, these streams of income? Was it scary? Did did the money get thin? Uh, did you have critics? Um, what was going on with you all mentally and emotionally when you was transitioning? I'll say for us, um, the first thing was well for me. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Who do you want first? I'm sorry. It no, don't matter. Go ahead, for me. I'm good. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. For me, um, it was more um mentally than anything. Like I just felt like I was in so much like heartbreak and turmoil. Like, and you know, one of the things that I didn't want to do is live a lie. Like I lived yes. a lot of my life publicly. So I didn't want to like, you know, post all these cute captions and, you know, mm. on the inside and on the office of social media, I'm living a lie. And so yeah. um, I remember Miles Monroe said, you know, the biggest tragedy in life is not telling a lie, but living one. And mm. so I didn't want that to be my story. So I'm just like, God, you know what? Are I kept hearing the word courage and I'm just like, yeah. God, what do you want me to do with this? And at yeah. first I was posting like little quotes and stuff. And, you know, I was going live in my car. Well, I was uploading like one minute videos and it was called Car Courage. And, you know, God gave me that to just encourage myself in the car. I didn't know that it was going to, you mm. know, be something that I make a global thing. And wow. so for me, it was just really letting God <clears throat> heal me on the inside so mm. that I'm not even to these people like as a broken person because you know people do it all the time you know they 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 are you know victorious online but offline you know they're in defeat you so know, you're telling me healing and i just so you're telling me healing is important for the entrepreneur yeah for what? sure for what? sure because how you gonna give, how you gonna give from an empty cup oh uh 
It, it can't happen. All I did was invite these people. I ain't told them. All I did was invite them. I ain't. I ain't say. I ain't did nothing. <laughs> That's right. I love yeah, that. Like and yeah, I, I just didn't want no surprises <laughs> when it came to because you know we get to you know we get to the top and it's just like okay I'm here you know but I left all my friends you know it's no we screaming no new friends you know we have our all these broken relationships, people that we don't speak to no more. And it's just like, I don't want to be that entrepreneur. I want to be able to live my truth and be an entrepreneur too. So great. Answer. That's kind of how I started. And, and I, and I connected with people that way. I didn't connect with people. Hey, I know you got a brand, you know, who your vendor and you know, what, who you use for this? <laughs> no, I didn't build these genuine connections with people. And then we feed off of each other. Yeah. So, y'all, this is good. I hope y'all snatch it because we ain't got long. I hope y'all snatching this. This is so good. Thank you. You want to jump in, Anita? Sure. I just want to say that ours was actually birthed in chaos. My husband was mm. an, uh, an officer. He got hurt. Mm. Couldn't go back to work. Wow. We had five children between us. He had been passionate about training his entire life. Yeah. But it was basically sink or swim. We've got to do something because he's the breadwinner. And he Ooh. said, well, when I get well, he had to stay off work for an entire year. Wow. So think about you have five children. You're off work for a year. And you've got to figure out what you've got to do next. No short-term disability, only long. And you've got to figure out what you're you next. you got to figure it out. And he said, well, God told me to start a gym. And I said, well, we have no equipment. Ooh. So he actually started training out of the back of his truck in a park. Tell it. His first three clients were out of the back of his truck. He would train at the local park with just some weights, some resistance bands and some kettlebells. Man. And we worked that thing. We followed God's plan. We sold. We sold to people whether we liked them or not. That's a key word. That's a key word. So <laughs> even if you don't like them. So, <laughs> but that was how we made it happen. And we yeah. bought each piece. We didn't get a bunch of business loans because we knew we couldn't. How were we going to pay them back? Yeah. So we bought everything piece by piece. We finally got a building. We had, I think, maybe six pieces of equipment. Yeah. And of course, now you see where we are. We have yes. not had a business loan. We don't have a business partner. Everything yes. in the gym belongs to us. Yes. And it's huge, y'all. It's not anything but <laughs> Y'all, it's like a college, it's like a college gym. It's like it's huge. But listen, God <laughs> will put you in a position. Sometimes he wants to push you out deeper and you don't want to go. Yes. He had gotten comfortable with law enforcement. And that was just where he wanted to stay. But of course, we all know law enforcement was already getting, you know, a little bit crazy yeah. years ago. Yeah. I wanted him out. Yeah. But he didn't want to come out. And I feel yeah. like that was God's way of saying, okay, you didn't want to move. But I'm gonna create a space for you. I'm gonna create so a space. When you move, I'm gonna move. And that's exactly what we did. We moved at his command, we sold, we followed his instructions. And today we have not one suite but two that we're leasing with equipment on both sides and office spaces. Uno dos with two. No business loan. <laughs> Can't nobody come take a treadmill. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, but it's all it's all glory to God though. We yeah. take the credit for that. 
I mean, it's amazing. And both testimonies, both of them said, you just really got to move, move out. And I want to ask y'all the question to, today, those of you that are watching, what are you waiting on to move? What are you waiting on? You got the confirmations. You, you, you're you hearing the testimonies right now. Uh, some of y'all are friends with people who are jumping, who have, who have jumped. They out in the deep. Ain't no, ain't no going back. No. So what are you waiting on? Go ahead and move. God has you. I'm telling you, God put it in your hands for a reason. Uh, y'all, ladies, we are running so much out of time right now. And I have to bring somebody else up. Can, can y'all give everybody y'all social media handle and how they can reach out to y'all? And y'all just drop the mic. I wish we can do this like two, two more hours straight, but we can't. <laughs> It would be great if we could. <laughs> this is a good conversation already, but I know we got to get off. Uh, on social media, you can find me on Facebook. I have a regular page and a public figure page. Uh, Anita Reed Parker is my personal page. I have a public figure page that is simply Anita Parker. Uh, on Instagram, there is also Anita Parker. Um, website, www.anitaparker.online. Hit me up. Follow me. Stay close. I've got a lot of things coming. Yes. Here. I'm trying to free up some time so that I can do some things on the platform. So yes. please stay up on everything. That is Anita Parker. Thank you so much, Anita. It was a pleasure Thank you. to have you today. Thank you so much. Y'all make sure y'all go and follow her. And anything you found on her website, I need y'all to purchase it. Don't act like y'all know how to hit the add to cart button. Uh, hit the add to cart button. Hit the add to cart Yes. And go ahead and purchase something. All right. Miss <laughs> Breedy, go ahead and give us your handle. You guys can follow me on Instagram. It's my name at Brittany Edie. I also have a website, BrittanyEdie.com, where all of my merch is sold. <laughs> Listen, guys, Car Courage is more than just a merchandise. There's something in us that God gives us. And it literally gives us the ability to always, always, always get back in the game. And so, and that's with the strength of God. And so that's what yes. um, the Courageous Collection is all about, guys. We can do all things through Christ that strengthens him. So that's BrittanyEdie.com, y'all. Listen, it's the courage. It's always the courage for me. Thank you, Gary. Love you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And we definitely all will connect again soon. And I appreciate it. Don't y'all forget to go to our website and add something to that cart. Thanks, Miss Brittany. So, everybody, that was so good. I'm finna get ready to bring up another young lady by the name of Megan J. Megan J for all of my hair lovers. Listen, if you are a colorist, if you're at home mixing your own hair color, uh, you probably want to stay online. But we don't, we now we don't recommend that, but we want you all to at least stay on and show uh Miss Megan some love. I'm getting ready to bring her on. Um, uh, but before I bring her on, she is a health and color beauty specialist, right? And for Pope Riot, she is an aesthetics educator and um she is a color guru, just period, right? So I'm getting ready to bring her on, and we're gonna get ready to talk about some different things that she is doing and that she have. I'm super, super excited. Um, we've been having some technical difficulties, so that's why we kind of look delayed. But I promise you guys, it was all well worth it. Miss Anita Parker and uh, Miss Brittany shut it down, all right? They shut it down. So hope you all encouraged. So we, let's bring her on right now. Brittany! Hi. I mean, Megan. <laughs> Megan, what's going on? Hey, Gary. How are you doing? 
are finally here doing something. Like we've been trying to do this for two years, right? I think it's been longer than two years. For real? Yeah, because I think the last summit that we had to, you know, cancel or whatever, that was like four years ago. So we've been trying yeah, to do this for a long time. Look, delayed but not denied. We here though. Yeah, we here though. It's we here though. So what's up, Megan? So y'all, this is uh, Megan with Color Code Artistry. Uh, Megan, if I were to share your name, just go ahead and let everybody know where you are and where you're working and things of that nature. What do you do? All right. Hey, guys. So um, my name is Megan Jay. Um, I am actually have the business name of Color Coded Artistry. Um, my Instagram handles is Color Coded Artistry. Um, everything else is kind of on my personal page. Um, I am inside Nemus Classic Hairstyles in Millington, Tennessee, which is like the smallest, littlest town outside of Memphis. Um, but I am like your go-to girl for color. Um, yeah. I love to, you know, learn and continue to learn and educate others. Um, <laughs> I actually am not teaching anymore. Um, I left teaching back in July. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just out here living the, you know, <laughs> great hairstyle. Right, life. living the great hairstylist life. I love it. Um, those of you that are not following her, make sure you all um, go and follow her. Uh, let's jump right into some juicy conversation real quick. Yes. Let's talk about all of this, um, you know, people who not really wanting to, you know, people. First of all, let me say this. If you go on Instagram and social media, you see all these these amazing colors um, you know, and these clients are wanting them. Okay. But can we just talk about that? You're going to pay for this stuff. Like this stuff is going to cost. These services are going to cost. Can we just talk about maybe the normal process of a person coming in who is jet black hair? Those who don't know a number one. Um, okay. <laughs> jet black hair and they come in and want exactly what you have per se. And they don't want to pay. Can we just talk about all the myths and everything? Okay. You so first of all, <laughs> I am very big on any client that comes to me because I do a lot of blonding. I do a lot of vivid colors. I do a lot of color corrections. So, I mean, most of my clients that come to me, they're going to be in my chair for a good five, six, seven, eight, nine, sometimes 10, 15 hours. Yes. Um, so my biggest thing and what I have really found to really help me um, retain those type of clients without any like, you know, kind of give back from them. Oh, I don't want to pay this. I and I, you know, it's education. Educating your clients is like the biggest thing that you can do. Explaining yeah. the process to them, telling them exactly what's going to happen, letting them know that hair is unpredictable. Yeah. Um, I mean, just having a good background of what they've done to their hair. I mean, yeah. I go back as far as three years. If you got yeah. long hair and you're trying to come in for like a vivid color, and you you say, oh, I haven't colored my hair in a year. Well, what did you do to your hair two years ago? Because, <laughs> right. <laughs> because it's still there. I can see it all on the end. So, I mean, the, you know, they always stress in school about consultation being like your most important thing. And I think next yes. to is education. I mean, just letting them know exactly what the hair does whenever you put lightener on it or what the hair does whenever they put that box color on it, whenever they're at home. Yes. So, you know, I mean that I feel like your clients, whenever you have 
a good understanding of what you're doing and what your process is, and you're able to successfully educate them and yeah. explain to them what it is, they feel way more comfortable with you. And nine times the worst, nine yeah. times out of ten, they're gonna spend that big money in that yeah. big ticket because yes. they feel comfortable and they have a good understanding. I have seen so many clients come into my shop and sit down and you know, we have a consultation. I explain to them what's going on. And they're like, wow, ain't nobody ever told me that before. And I'm See, like, well. Bing, bing, bing. That's another thing. So many people are not used to coming into um, an establishment and going through the consultation process. And this right. is something that they teach us through school in the beginning. But sometimes I think we people can get so used. First of all, they're overbooked. So they don't have time to sit down and have no consultation with you. Right. And this is where you need a system in place so that you can have a proper consultation with exactly. clients. So I feel like me personally, that the days of just showing up with a picture and saying, hey, I want this done. Can you do this? And I got to be out the window. 45 minutes out of the window. Mm -mm, you can't do that anymore. No. And we're not being funny saying, no, we, we don't have time for that today. Or... You know, your hair is not at a great right. state for us to even do this co hair color on you right now. Exactly. So we're not being funny. We're really just giving you the best judgment and the proper way of handling the situation. And your best options. You know, yes. like I make sure I give my clients like say they want. OK, I have a little mannequin. So say they want something like this. Yes. OK, this is like four different color milks. <laughs> all, all it's so pretty. I'm to figure out where my camera is. Um, yeah. All aspects, pretty much, of the color wheel, and you know, they just really don't understand how and what it takes to get there. Like, I make sure I break it down for them. Hey, we're gonna lighten your hair. It's probably gonna take three hours for me to, you know, complete. Can you that stop process. right there? How long did you say it take? Sometimes it takes about three hours. Just to three hours. <laughs> See, when you get a stylist. First of all, when you get a stylist and they and they now some things you probably can come in and get boom bam, but there are some things you all come in, it's gonna take time. And because it's gonna take time, and you may run into a problem, a color correction. You may come and run into a problem, even in those three times, which means you may have to pay a little bit more extra money. So sometimes mm -hmm. you need to rethink as a client. Right. What am uh, I what am I able to do? Right. You know, where are my X my hair expectations or you know hair uh dreams compared yeah. to where my pocketbook is yeah you know, like that yeah. kind of is what it all boils down to and i am not one to dig into anybody's pocketbook yeah i'm not going to tell you what you can't afford i'm going to give you your options and i'm going to let you decide that you know yeah. this is what the price is this is what we got to go through this is probably about a minimum of how long it may take it could yes. be a maximum of this you figure out whether you can afford it or not Yes, yes, that's so true. Do you feel like Megan that every person is a color client? Because there are some of the people who want to try color, but they're so afraid of color. And then if they're not, what are some options that they can take uh, to become a color client? Um, so I mean, yes and no. Yeah. Um, I feel like like in my in okay, so I work in a salon that has a lot of very older clientele, just the uh -huh. other people that I work with. They do a lot of roller sets and mainly haircuts. Yeah. These women sit in their chair and I hear them all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh, what is she doing today? Yeah. And they're just like constantly like goo-gooing and gaga and over whatever is going on in my chair. Yeah. And so, you know, 
it's funny because we always like will kind of be like, oh, well, we can do this to you too. Oh no, I, I can't do that to you. Why not? Why you do it? You 80 years old. You got yeah. white hair. We can yeah. put some color on it. Yeah. So it's really, you know, trying to get them to step out of their box. Step you know? out of their box. Yeah. Some people are still stuck in that little box that they don't want to try anything new. They're scared of what people are going to say at church. They're yeah. Scared of what people are going to say in public. Yes. And I will tell you from firsthand, whatever people go from like natural hair to like vivid colors. Oh my yeah. gosh. The next time that they come in, they're like, Oh, people would not stop. I did not know people were going to be coming up to me like they come up to me. And I'm like, yeah, you're like the attraction now. You walk yes. to the store, everybody's going to be like, oh, ah. Yeah. And yeah. some people want that. You know, some yeah. people don't want that. And some people do want that. So yeah. it's really just, try, you know, pretty much trying to find out, you know, what, why do you like this? Why yeah. do you want color? You know? Yeah. And that, I mean, I feel like once, you and that client have that understanding of why yes. we're doing this. Then, yes. I mean, you pretty much got a client for life and you can probably do whatever the heck you want to do. Correct. Correct. Because they're comfortable by now, right? Most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> they're definitely comfortable. Where do you where do you kind of see where uh maybe where we're headed this year with hair color or hair cutting or anything? What do you feel like the style? Because everything seems like it's kind of repeating itself. So I mean, I will say. You know, we went through like the chunky stage with the yeah. chunky highlights and stuff like that. And then we moved to the, you know, super dimensional balayage. So yeah. <laughs> we kind of went from like one thing to like a vast another. And yeah. kind of backtracking on what we were talking about before, as far as what hair was before and what yeah. it is now, a true totally yeah. difference. I think that's another problem where some stylists have the disconnect with their clients is because their clients are so used to going in and just having a two hour color job, but then yeah. they bring you these super dimensional balayages and they think it's just something more simple because it looks grown out. Yes. No, it's yes. not. So at the max, we'll probably, yes. I mean, <laughs> At the minimum, are going to take you a good four hours because yeah. you got to make sure everything's nice and blended. You can't just throw that lightener on there and just call yeah. it a day. There's yeah. no way. That's so true. That's so true. Um, I was, I was, uh, we was talking about earlier about I was saying that this was for the entrepreneurs the year uh, identification for those that are in marketplace, and that simply just means like knowing where you are and knowing where you're called to. Just like me, you're called into the beauty industry. Mm -hmm. um, so how important, Megan, do you feel like that it is for other stylists or just whatever, wherever they may be in entrepreneurship to continue to do education and develop themselves and the skills? Because it seems like the shows and classes are getting thinner and thinner. Um, can we talk about the importance of just showing up and yeah. learning more? So I am a huge advocate on education. Yeah. A huge advocate on education. Like you cannot tell me that education is not important as yeah. far as in your craft because everything is always changing. Yeah. Nothing stays the same. And then especially the beauty industry, man, it, it, it changes every, every time <laughs> the wind blows. You know, yeah. stuff that circles back around and then it yes. comes back around something totally different. So you really, in order for you to, to continue to be great at what you do, you have to continually educate yourself on the changes because if yeah. you're not, you're going to get stuck mm -hmm. and you're going to be, you know, years down the road watching the young girl in the salon 
bypass you because yeah. you don't want to do anything different. And I'm yes. that Silas. Right. No. <laughs> I no. am not. And I'm the clients realize it. Yes. I'm take every class. I'm going to watch every video. I'm going to talk to every stylist that I can. And yeah. I think that's another problem in our yeah. world is we don't have a huge network. You know, there's still a lot of people who are very, um, I wouldn't say, I mean, because I mean, the beauty industry, of course, is going to be competitive because we're yeah. all out for a dollar. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. We're all yeah. out for the same thing. We all want to make people feel beautiful in some kind of way. So, but there's still a huge community of people that are there. Oh, how do you say it? I mean, I don't want to say like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say it in the wrong way. Just context, say it. You know what I mean? Just, I wouldn't say jealous of somebody else, but just like, say it. Yeah. Like they feel like that you got, you, you have what they want and you yep. they feel like you're going to take it away from them. Yeah. So yeah. they feel like, you know, say I did a class, ain't nobody going to show up. That intimidation. That intimidation. Exactly. Is Thank you. That's exactly the word that I was looking for. Yeah. I'm not here to intimidate other stylists. Yes. Yes. But I want you to grow with me. I want to be, if I'm busy, I want to be able to send you down the road, send my client down the road if I have to. Listen, there is so much more that all of us can, like, I'm sure we all have had clients that we were willing to give away. And <laughs> there is so much more money. I hear. Uh, and to me, I feel like that once we as stylists, we recommend and we share and we give so much more comes back. Like so, so much more comes back in my industry for us. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, I even have it on my website, not taking new, new clients, which my clients ain't going like right. they're they going to find a way they're going to, they're going to try to find a way up in there. But people are intimidated to learn from other people. They and sometimes it makes them feel like they are less than a stylist or less than whoever they're called to be because they're sitting at a seat. But I feel like we thrive the best when we sit in the seat of a student and right. we are always open. There has been many times I paid for a class and I felt like I knew everything they, that they were teaching, but there was maybe one thing that I could take away from that class to help make me a better stylist, help right. me to lay those foils better, give the better haircut, right? anything. You know, so I believe that we can just get out of our head that we don't know nothing. Well, not saying we don't know nothing, but we're going to look like we don't know anything. Right. We can grow and thrive a whole lot better. And we can do it together. Together. We don't have to alone. No, we don't. And it's okay That's to say, well, no, I don't know. Right. Because people bring me, there, now there are some color photos, people bring them in, I'm like, no, nah, I ain't going to be able to do that. And right. then me, in my head, I'm saying to myself, you know, you're not going to take care of that no way. So, right. <laughs> so there, there is no need. So it's okay to say you don't know or you don't specialize in that. Exactly. It does not make you any less. Matter of fact, they appreciate you a lot more. Man, you said it yeah. before. Yeah, they appreciate they, they will, They will thank you so much more. You're that client will thank you so much more and probably recommend you to somebody else. Yes. Even though you told them to go somewhere else. <laughs> yes, they you know? will. Even if, even if they haven't been in your chair for 10 years. Yep. That's so I see true. it all the time. You that know, is I so true. The clients that go somewhere else. But whenever somebody's asking for a certain type of recommendation, I see yeah. my name pop up on that comment. Yep. 
That's true. They may not sit in my chair, but they're trying to put somebody else in my chair. They're trying to put somebody else in there. That's so true. Megan, show us what you have created for it. Uh, what did you? What did you? What did you paint for us? What did you? So first of all, let me tell you about this mannequin. <laughs> Because so I have two girls. One's um, almost eleven, and the other one is only is almost fourteen. Both of them uh -huh. kind of have a little interest in hair. The eleven yeah. year old, she's a little bit more interested in hair, so she gets these little frames that come over, and they they just take be over my yes, they take over my mannequin. So whenever I started prepping this mannequin, yeah, I had no idea my child had dyed her hair with Kool Aid. Oh wow! Well, who <laughs> did she learn that from? Probably me. Yeah, I didn't know dye no hair with Kool-Aid, but yeah. she had I mean she had the concept. She she, yeah. she was going somewhere with it. Yeah. So man, I could not prep this mannequin for anything. It took me so much time last night. Let me back up a little bit. And so let me say this. I see some of my students on here. Hello to Thrive Beauty Institute. And this is definitely a special segment for you all um that are on here, especially if you're a stylist too as well. Um, so we're going to definitely make sure we get Megan down to the school and get you all some a hands-on color class. Yeah, I think yeah, be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll be amazing. I, I, I'm like, I'm telling you, I, you know, I, I like teaching aesthetics whenever I was teaching. Yeah. But whenever I had the opportunity to go out to that floor and teach them cosmetology. It was on and popping. Man, with, you already with, know. Whip it up. <laughs> Wiping it on there. I would, right. you know, whatever I could do. Because I really enjoy doing this. Yeah. I love, and let me tell you, Gary, I hated color whenever I was in school. For real? I me used too. to cry. I used to I cry at the, the desk. Whenever they told me I had a color client, I would be like, no. <laughs> I don't want to do color. Yes, and I, I didn't learn it. I, it. But God I had another too late. purpose for me. He oh, wanted me wow. to color. You know, yeah. he wanted me to be out there and yeah. experimenting and you know kind of digging into my inner artist because yeah. i really didn't realize this was inside of me until yeah. i started experimenting i'm so, glad you said that yeah you have to dig you know, into your inner artistry right and then you could be in school like this is to your students yeah you could be in school and have a mindset of this is what you're going to do whenever you get out of school and then get out of school into something totally different something totally different something totally i had different. no idea i was going to turn into the colors that i am today. yeah yeah. Never ever. You couldn't have paid me a hundred dollars <laughs> to, to, to say that I was going to be a color specialist. Yeah. Today. And I was scared of it. I was if terrified I was, of it in school. Like I just didn't want to see it. I just didn't want to see it. I hated how long it took. Yeah. It was too much. To <laughs> I was not there for it. It was not. Yeah. That's just not what I wanted to do. I yeah. wanted to cut hair and then now I barely cut hair. Like, see? I, yeah. So and I love cutting. For the world. So back to my mannequin. So this mannequin, I lightened her and I was pulling some real uneven tones. And uh -huh. I don't know where your students are and learning or anything like that, but every strand of hair, every level of color has an undertone, whether it's yes. on a mannequin or on somebody's head. Yes. Um, and you really have to understand. Your color wheel and color theory in order, especially with vivids, in order for your vivids to come out the way that they're supposed to. Because yeah. if you put, if you put something and your client, say your client brings in like a lime green color, okay? Mm -hmm. And this is what they want. 
Yeah. But they're only pulling up to like a level seven. Yeah. It's like you're not gonna get this lime green color. No. <laughs> because no. you have way too much orange in it. It's just yeah. not gonna happen. Yeah. So this is kind of why I ended up doing multiple colors. Yeah. <laughs> because I had back here, you know, I had some good eight, nine going on. Yeah. So I was kind of able to play a little bit more with something that was a little bit more bright, a little bit more, you know. I love vivid. Vibrant, yeah, but up here, yeah, we have to go with something okay. a little different up here because <laughs> we were pulling a good seven, eight, and she was not going any further. Yes, so what I did was I kind of did like a color block color melt, okay. Sense. So, in the root, if you look at the root, the roots are darker everywhere, everywhere it looks dark, yeah. But let me tell you, these are three different dark colors. Wow. They look the same. Wow. Yeah. But three different dark colors. Yeah. Um, in the front over here, I have uh what what the name of the color from Pulpriot is called Pyro. Um, in the top, I have Mystic Fog, which is like a really deep jewel kind of purple. Okay. Um, and I just melted it together. So I just slapped this red on top of the purple and just, just came on down my shirt. Yeah. Um, and then on this side, I have dark water at the top. It's like a really deep blue. Uh -huh. You can put it on um, levels as dark as a six. Okay. And it, you know, it's gonna. That's really gonna, good. Yeah, it's gonna give you some nice depth. Um, and then on the bottom, I have aquatic. So that's okay. that like really pretty like teal color. And then yeah. in the back, we have slither. At the root, which is like a really, they call it juniper, but it's like a really deep green. That's really nice. Yeah, it's that deep. It's almost like a hunter's green or something. Right. And yeah. then on the ends, I mixed, um, I think it was Guardian, which is like a lime green with Area 51, which is our neon green. Yeah. Yeah. And I pretty much did the same technique all over. Um, yeah. Just color melted it. I usually take my diagonals going backwards. So as I'm coming towards the front of the face, there's no like harsh lines. Everything like blends really well. Yeah. I wish I had a stand so I could like. Oh, that's okay. I got no stand. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna get this class together. I'm gonna come teach you. Yeah. <laughs> so we can so we can get a hands-on demo and then the class and get right. that. Right. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I would definitely love to come so I can give them some. You know. Yeah. It's, it's easier to show it than to. It show. is. <laughs> It really is. It really is. It really looks really good. It really looks really good. The, the color blend is really amazing. And one reason I wanted to bring Megan on and so everybody can see this is, is because the generation that we're in now, everything is about color. Everything is vibrant. Everything, everybody is coloring their hair according to their personalities. All, especially all of us that are entrepreneurs, we are literally considered as, considered as rock stars. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So it's okay to just tap into that inner art, artistry, like she said earlier, and add some color to your hair. Um, and all of those students, those of you that are afraid of color, this is to add some feel to your boldness this season. Don't be Don't afraid. Be Don't be afraid. Don't be Just afraid. do it. Right. And uh, right now, even in our school, right now, we haven't gotten to color yet. We're um, currently in life skills. So we're doing things like customer service, um, short-term, long-term goals. Right. We're all in that area right now. 
Um, you know, and so one of those goals, some of my students' uh, goals is to become a good colorist. Um, yeah. And in order to do that, you got to get around them. You got to get around them. You have to learn things of that nature. You know, and, that's, and I I definitely agree with that, like one hundred percent. Because I will tell you, whenever I came from a really, 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 really small school in Texas, like. <laughs> It was the smallest school that you could ever think of. And we, I mean, my whole time while I was in school, I did fades on Hispanic men and roller sets. Yes. Yes. Like, that was it. They loved you. <laughs> I didn't have no, I had no texture to like deal with. I didn't have, I mean, there was nobody coming in for any vivid colors. Like the most experience in the vivid colors that I had was just yeah. experimenting on myself. Like it yeah. wasn't any clients that I was able to do. Yeah. That's not like that anymore yeah. in school. There yeah. are people going to schools to get their hair done. Yeah. You know, a vivid color. Like I, yeah. I can't tell you how many times we had clients come to Goulds and get vivid colors Yeah, because it was a little bit more cost effective for them. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm all for people going to the school. Like yes. those people, they those students need practice. Yep. So you know, if they could get that type of color in their chair, like give it to them. You know, yeah. because I didn't have that type of experience. I didn't yeah. have you know anything yeah. like this. So what I, whenever I saw that I was starting to shift into the vivid color color correction, you know, that's I just kept getting those type of requests. From yeah. people over and over, over and over again. Yeah. I was like, you know, you need to do something. <laughs> you, need to, you need to start surrounding yourself with like like-minded. You people. have to. We yeah. we have to do that because it kind of gives us, you know, some more fuel to keep going. And then it just iron sharp as iron. Iron just sharp as iron. And that's the best thing for us. Yep. So I, I started taking classes and following other artists and watching their videos. And yes. Out there. And, you know, I just pretty much engulfed myself in you, what yeah. I needed to change. You know, yeah. what I felt like was hindering me from giving the results that these clients wanted. And that's so I true. finally invested in engulfed myself in that and yeah. changed what I needed to change. Yeah. Here I am now. Here she is, y'all. Here she is, y'all. The great Megan J, y'all. I listen, those of you that are on here, thank you for sharing and coming. I want you all, they said hello, Megan. Um, hey. want you all to keep on sharing and tagging. Um, shout out to, again to all of our cosmetologists, to the beauty industry uh leaders. So we want to say welcome. Thank you for being at I am Megan. Thank you again so much. Yeah, uh, for coming. We finally did it. And now that we finally did this, you can finally come to the school. <laughs> hey, I'm all so, for it. I finally, am. Yes. I, my, I mean, I, you know, I stay a little busy at the salon. I'm yes. starting to get into this little permanent makeup, makeup yes. venture. Um, but I will make time. So you just tell me when is a good time and we will set it up. Definitely. Thank you again so much, Megan, for being a part. And thank you for your patience. Uh, great conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes, you again. Yes. Is there anything you want to let the, the so yeah? So let everybody know how they can follow you again before you leave. Okay, so um, I mean, I am like an open book pretty much. <laughs> I um <laughs> definitely my personal page is Megan J. Um, you can definitely, you know, friend me, follow me, message me. I don't care. Yes. Uh, you know, you can do that on my personal page. I do have a business Facebook page. It's Megan J H M U A. 
Um, and then my Instagram is Instagram.com backslash color coded artistry. So yeah, definitely follow me if you ever have any questions, you're stumped on any color, you just need a little, you know, advice, a little pep talk on, you know, whatever is going on in your chair, man, please reach out to me. I yeah. am I am here for you. I will, I don't care where you're at, <laughs> what time of the night it is. If you stuck at, at the salon at 12 o'clock at night with a color and you're like, I don't know what to do, man, message me. I will, I will definitely help you in any way that I can. Amazing. Y'all give Color Call Artistry a big shout out. Give us some hand clap emojis. Thank you so much, Megan. We definitely yeah, will you. talk soon. We definitely will talk soon. Most definitely. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great one. You too. Y'all, what's up, y'all? We finally made it. We made it to the end, y'all, of the I Am the Hair and Business Summit. Thank you all so much for being a part. We've got some really great jewels uh, from Brittany and from Anita. And um, it was amazing. And then we ended it with Miss Megan J. So listen, I want you all, if you get nothing else from our last two Saturdays, I want you to stand up to who you are called to be. Stand up to what God has given you. You are good enough. And guess what? If you feel like you're not good enough, get around those who you feel like that are good and build and pull from them. All right. And so thank you again. It's my birthday. I got to go because I got things to do. Thank you all for the birthday shout outs. Thank you all for making it such a success. Thank you all for sharing, commenting, being on here while we're on live. I thank you all so much. All right. So you all have a great rest of the day. And guess what? This is the year of identification. Know where you're called and know where you are called to and who you're called to be. All right. Peace out. Thank you again. Have a great one.